1: McKinley Wright from the logo, got it, Oh, McKinley Wright, breaks a tackle, touchdown, touchdown, that's five for Chris Brown, the defense of Tomlinson, Colorado is going to the
2: NCAA Tournament,
1: Stewart with time, Let's it go, he's got three feet,
0: Welcome in to the DNVR Buffs Podcast, presented by the Colorado XOs. I'm Henry Chisholm, and uh, today, guess what? We're talking about fall camp. Who saw that one coming? Um, so, I'm not sure how long this is going to take. Um, honestly, don't have too much to say from today. Actually, that's not true, because that makes it sound like there's nothing interesting. We did learn some interesting things today, but just in terms of like the volume of information... Not not the biggest day for that. Um, let's see. What else should I say? Oh, here's this. Um, we spent a lot of time today planning a bunch of things for our buffs coverage this fall, including things like, what are we doing this fall? Um, what games am I going to? Those sorts of things. Um, and... I'm really excited, and so I figured I should pass that along. We've got a bunch of cool things on the way, uh, including tomorrow, Matt McChesney is going to be on the podcast. Um, You guys all know all about him. Uh, Former, ooh, I should, I need to study up, honestly. I think he was a defensive lineman at CU, went to the NFL, was a defensive lineman, then switched to offensive line there. There's about a 10% chance that I got that backwards, but I think that's what happened. Um, Spent... Some time in the NFL had like a freak injury that made him stop like five, six years in. Um, but knows a lot about football, coaches some football at this point. A run six zero strength and fitness that's where a bunch of the top high school players in the state train. Um, has to work still with a bunch of guys who play for CU. Um, I, I, I think a bunch of the Broncos still work with him. I haven't caught up with him about all this stuff, but I know before the pandemic, at least, uh, the entire Broncos offensive line went in there once a week to train with him. Um, so knows a lot about football, obviously knows a lot about Colorado football in particular. I'm really excited to catch up with him tomorrow. Um, after I get back from Boulder and the the last practice before the first off day of camp, um, so be excited for that. We're going to be talking with Matt McChesney every Tuesday going forward, and that's one of the many cool things that are on the way. Um, so there we go. Plug that. Anything else I want to get to? Not really. Little life update. Really tired still. It's what it's like. Eight thirty now got all the writing done, definitely check that out, Uh, caught up with Terrence Lang and Jalen Sami today, Um, I'm actually gonna, I I have the audio for both of those interviews, so at the end of this podcast, if you stick around, there'll be like my full interview with each of those guys, Um, I can't say it's like perfect audio quality, but it's probably the best you can get holding up an iPhone in between the two of us while we're talking, so Complain if you want. I guess I'm not, I almost said can't complain. I was like, you feel feel free. I'm a little bit tired. Um, can't tell you guys what to feel. Um, is that it for all the notes? I think that's it for all the notes. Um, oh, did I say Chris Wilson is who's at the podium today? Wow, my brain is fried. Um, I'm about to eat though. Brought some uh, some shrimp fried rice from Trader Joe's. Pretty excited about that. Um remember to get soy sauce. That's always the problem. Uh, we can, let's move along. So presenting sponsor of this podcast, the Colorado XOs, uh, their rugby team, the Olympic rugby is over, but that means it's time for more rugby here. Um, still a lot going on. You can follow along with the DMVR rugby podcast, Twitter feed, written content on the website, and you're seriously missing out if you do not do those things. Okay. Um, so like I said, Chris Wilson today, um, he's uh, I really like him I want to start by saying that and that's something like I kind of knew before but he came in um once the pandemic started or a few weeks before and this was actually the first time I met him in person um you know you have the zoom interviews that's one thing it's different talking to people in person um definitely liked what I heard um he's he's actually he's not a yeller I was gonna say he's a yeller um but he actually started the, the whole media availability by saying, guys, excuse my voice. I've been talking loud. I haven't been yelling. It's been good. Not been yelling, um, but uh, talking loudly. You know, I I don't know. I think that I could yell as loud as I possibly could and I couldn't match him talking loudly and maybe that's what's on I, I wonder what it sounds like when he yells they actually uh the buffs twitter account a uh, great twitter account by the way um they uh put out a video of chris wilson mic'd up from yesterday's practice um i, I wonder if i can pull that up quickly yeah, so, so it's about a four-minute video, and it's it's a good one. You should definitely check that out. And then you, for yourself, can decide. Is he a yeller or is he a loud talker? Uh, point is, his voice was absolutely gone by the time he got to, uh, to us. Uh, still had plenty to say, though. Um, said it's been a great camp. Um, he said that uh, it's been good being defensive coordinator. Um, has spent a lot of time preparing for this op- opportunity. Um, and... He said, here's something I liked. He said, I don't believe in the term ready. You know, my my daughter was ready to drive at 10. She just wasn't prepared. I really believe in preparation. I've really worked hard preparing. I think the biggest thing to, yeah, to being prepared is being a great listener, being able to help people. That's what I'm doing. Um, just helping our guys, putting them in the right situation, facilitating some leadership. Um, so there you go. Um, I thought that that was Again, the, the the daughter's ready to drive at 10, just not prepared. Very much in line with a lot of the things that uh, Chris Wilson had to say. Things like, um, oh, what was the best one? There's one, you guys might know Terry Fry. He was laughing hard at this. I actually had to like take a second to, to pull it together. Um, let's see, where, I'm trying to look through this transcript. Um, I just can't remember what he was talking about. Oh, there we go. Um, He was was asked about competition. It's like, what's that like? And he said, um, whoever competes and plays the best that we can practice, that's who starts. Um, I don't think it can get any fairer than the best players play. Um, And somebody said, so so is that making the group better, having that kind of competition? And he said, competition is everything. Um, And then he dropped this analogy. You don't know how nice your wife is until your neighbor – is until you see your neighbor looking at her again. That was uh, w- when I say it in that voice, it doesn't sound as funny as it really was. Um, I really like Chris Wilson though. Um, what else do you have to say in terms of like things that you should know? Um, I, I brought up the Pactual Media Day. Nate said the defense was simple, simplified. I asked Chris whether he agreed, and he said, Yeah, simplified. Um, he had some again, They they don't come to watch me coach. It's a good point. You watch the players play. And he said he wants to make play, make it easy on the players. He said if your guy runs a 4-6, I won't put him in a situation where he's running a 4-6. Um, you know, he's not spending time thinking. He's just going and doing what he's good at. Um, talked a lot about, you know, tailoring the defense to the best players. And, and not just, like, saying, okay, here we go. We've got Nate Landman. We've got Terrence Lang. We've got uh, Carson Wells. Um, We've got Mekhi Blackman. We're excited about Christian Gonzalez. Okay, how we put them in situations. But no, it's a week by week. Here's who we're going up against. Here's how to put these guys in situations where they can go win us football games. Um, I thought that that probably was the most interesting note from all of this. And it lines up with what we'd heard. Um, But that he's, he's taking it week by week in terms of putting them in situations week by week and not just saying, here's what our defense does. And here's what... Our best players do in that defense but saying our defense needs to change every week to fit who we're going up against and that's what he said uh this spring though um that he said there really is no base defense. And like I've said before, I think it's basically still that that same defense as before. It's the 3-4, kind of turns into like a 3-3-5 three, three, with a star position, the nickel uh, when they go just a little bit lighter. But with that star position, you can really change guys in and out. You can throw an extra linebacker there. You can throw a safety, a corner, just a pure rusher, whatever you want right there. Um, and that really does lend itself to versatility. And I think that that's kind of what he's been pointing at. Um, and, and a bunch of other things too. You know what you're asking people to do. Um, you know is Carson Wells just going right at the end? I mean, I'm not coming up with great examples right now. Um, who we taking? Just name a football player. My goodness. Um, Mark Perry. That was so hard. Um, is there a situation where you know you Mark Perry's fast? So I think it makes a lot of sense for him to be at the back end of the defense, playing like deep, covering everything up up there, a lot of range, can go where the ball goes, break some passes up. But, you know, if you're playing a team that has, say, a a really fast slot receiver, a Dimitri Stanley type, does it make sense to put Mark Perry in the slot and say, okay, this guy's really fast, Mark can kind of, you know, he can keep up with him. He can play in, in that star spot, kind of play in the space, play in the zone, uh, get in the backfield when that's his job. But also, if this receiver turns and runs, Mark Perry can turn and run. Um, so there's an example. No more no more examples from me today. Um, off day Wednesday. It's going to be great. Who am I talking to tomorrow? I just realized. Uh, podcast Matt McChesney. It should be Carl Durrell tomorrow and then uh i i I think it's going to be colby purcell and casey roddick we're going to be talking some offensive line just a heads up there did that because we've got the genius matt mcchesney joining us um those are all those notes um yeah we've talked about most of this again there wasn't, like, there's a whole lot of different things to say, but those are some important notes. He did bring up, like, we're not going to change things up too much in terms of what the scheme is all about. He brought up that they were top 20 in first down defense last year, um, like, top 10 in third and fourth down defense. Uh, just said, like, there was a lot of things that went right last year. We're building off of those, not just starting over. Um, you know, they're going to mark perry chris miller all those safeties how's that work whoever plays the best is going to play you know um yeah with the defensive line um oh here here are some some stuff that i want to get to um he said i believe this to my core it's not just coach talk when your fronts become great your teams become great every place i've been where you win championships you're dominant up front and, again, you might be thinking, like, oh, wow, you win championships? Yeah, he won a Super Bowl at the Eagles as the defensive line coach. Um, he's f- f- spent some time in Oklahoma. Um, they probably won something there. Um, so, yeah, trust him when it comes to championships. And that, that, more than anything, was kind of the takeaway today, is that he has experience. He's learned a lot. He says, you know, listen to a bunch of different coaches, seen what's worked, seen what hasn't worked. And more than anything, it's just like, yeah. This is a good guy to be in this position. And honestly, somebody who I could see becoming a head coach at some point. Um whether that works or doesn't work, I'm not so sure, but I am confident saying this is this is a guy you want to be your defensive coordinator. Um but well, on Terrence Lang, he said, he's still a work in progress. And Terrence will tell you that he has a lot of work to do. None of us are finished products. We're coaches, players, managers. Every day, we've got to find a way to improve this organa- organization, improve this program. That's our goal every day. Just focus on improving every day. Um, we can probably leave it at that. Um, let's uh, let's pay some bills. First of all, want to remind you guys that if you're not a member of DNVR, you're definitely missing out. A lot of cool stuff. Like I said, I've got stories up on um, a couple of things from today. What what have we talked about so far? So there's a story on the two defensive linemen from today, a story on Brady Russell, on Christian Gonzalez, on Mark Perry with a little bit of Demetri Stanley in there. Um, Who else have I talked to? I can't remember all of them, to be honest. Um, But then on top of that, there's notes from every day of camp as well. Um, So that's a lot of good stuff, plus stuff from all the other teams. And if you become a member, there's some pretty cool perks. For example, use the code CAMP2020, or sorry, 2021. I don't even know what year it is right now. Um, You can uh, get a $60 gift card to the DMVR locker um, when you sign up. So, it's a year long membership. You get that uh, $60 gift card. That's basically enough, I think, for like two shirts. We've got a couple buffs options. The Crying Nebraska Kid is a good one. We also got pretty soon, I'm sure, uh, the Nate Landman shirt. Um, that, you know, we basically, I think he gets like half the profit. We get half the profit because that's allowed now. It's a cool thing, supporting us as well as supporting Nate. Um, so, yeah. Uh, also, if you are looking for a place to hold your fantasy draft, do it at the DMVR bar because you get two free pitchers of beer. Honestly, you should start a, a, a fantasy league specifically just to go get two pitchers of beer. That might be my new thing. I might, I might invite all my friends and just say, "Hey, we're we're going to be playing ten fantasy football leagues this year. We're just going to draft them, you know, once every three days between now and the start of the season. We're going to go get a free pitcher of our choice of Breckenridge beer, and." any other what do they call those just draft beer no domestic well i dang it i didn't think i needed to pull this up but then i hit this what do they call those um wow i can't oh there we go Oh, draft beer oh i was, I was right okay um if you want to do that though call the bar after three o'clock email gm at the dmvr they'll get you all figured out also, Breckenridge Brewery, while we're talking about it, they, uh, they make really good beer. If you're doing it at the DMVR bar, as always, I suggest the uh, the Strawberry Sky. Um, I'm actually going to be at the bar for trivia tomorrow night if anybody wants to do that. Um, actually, so one of the SID, so like the contact for the soccer team and the uh, women's basketball team, he's won two of the three DMVR trivia nights. And he, he's been calling it uh, the, the day that he eats free. Because the top prize is a fifty dollar gift card um, to the DMVR bar, um, and then there's other prizes too, tickets, that sort of stuff. Um, so definitely come check that out because that's fun and drink some Breckenridge beers and talk some buffs. I'm not, I'm gonna be so tired tomorrow. I hope you're ready for that. Um, yeah, Breckenridge, cool stuff. And also, Draft Kings. Um, Oh, this is a new one. So we've been talking about the Olympics for basically forever. It's kind of crazy how long those went on. I honestly did not watch nearly as much as I expected. Um, But it's everyone's time of the year. Well, almost. Uh, It's almost college football season. America's top-rated sportsbook app, DraftKings, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Take advantage of this limited offer right now. Wow. So I've been hyping up this Olympics thing for weeks now. Somehow this one's even better. You just have to bet $1 on any college football game. Um, I I just checked yesterday. I don't think any of the Colorado lines are up. You can get the, uh, I think they're like plus 1,600 to win the Pac-12 South. Their uh, over-under on wins is set at 45 I'm going to throw a couple bucks on both of those. Why not? And if I throw $1 on... E- oh, no. It has to be a college football game. So you pick a game and you get $200 in your account instantly. It's a pretty, pretty cool deal. Um, it's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. You can get your money whenever you want. Um, it's located in the United States. You can trust them. Um, not that other countries are not trustworthy. It's just that I like to think that we're among the most trustworthy. Um yeah they've got promotions they've got odds boost they got all that kind of stuff I think right now I saw like there's a i think it's a hundred percent profit boost on any baseball game so basically you just double your winnings if you make a bet and obviously it has to hit too but um it's a cool thing Bet's going to pay out 10 bucks. Now it pays out $20. There's constantly doing things like that. Uh, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DMVR when you sign up and receive $200 in free bets We you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code DMVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 $4,700. All right. Just realized, yep, still recording. Sometimes you check that because you get 20 minutes in and you're like, oh, no, I forgot to hit the button, especially on days like today. Um. Okay. Talking with Jalen Sami. Um, I'm just going to kind of hit the key points here because, like I said, I'm just going to throw this whole what? Oh, my goodness, this makes it so hard. Like five minutes talking with Jalen Sami. Looks like it was about five minutes, four and a half minutes with Terrence Lang. We'll throw those in there too for you guys just to listen for yourselves. But some of the key points that I th- found interesting, um, both of them really speaking highly of Shannon Turley. Um, that's something you definitely want to hear, of course. Uh, we've been hearing it over and over again. They got into some of the details. And again, it's it's so weird to, you know, Shannon Turley got hired this spring, the new strength coach. And you read up on him and everybody's like, yeah, he's really good at like, flexibility and and those sorts of things making making guys able to be a little bit bendier you know it reduces injuries those sorts of things and then now to actually be talking to players who've been in that program f- since this spring you know five months whatever it's been they say the exact same things and and they even were saying the same words what was the word um that they both dropped let's see uh, let's just go through this whole quote from sami um I asked him, what do you think of uh, Coach Turley? said, actually, I love him. He's a good, hard-nosed worker, but he knows what he's doing. He knows everything he's talking about. He's just very technical on a lot of stuff. Um, Based off what we did this past summer, I feel the benefits of the workouts, the training, conditioning, just all his drill work that he did that correlates to football. It really correlates to football. It ties in with what we do every day. I feel in my body. I feel better. I feel conditioned. I feel loose. A mobile, stronger. I love him. I appreciate what he does. It's so that word loose. That's what it was that both he and Terrence brought up when I was talking to him. um Again, it, it's just so weird. It, it totally makes sense, but it just absolutely lines up with kind of what we expected, but it still kind of feels like a weird thing to say about your body, you know? um I don't know. Uh, so that was probably the biggest takeaway from either. Um, Talking about the, the new defense, you know, some of the – they switched the scheme last year for the defensive linemen, and uh, th- that's gone well. Jalen did point out, like, he does have a couple of bad habits, and it's it's – I'll let you hear what he has to say for himself. But basically, you know, what they did last year was everybody gets a gap. They just charge hard at that gap. And as long as they do their job, nobody from the other team is going to get through that gap. And ideally, you're getting to them in the backfield. Before, it was the two-gap scheme. So you so go forward, maybe try to push back if you're Jalen Sommi the center a little bit. But then you're looking in the backfield, seeing what's going on. And if the play goes right, you go right. If the play goes left, you go left. And this is just bang. You just go right there. Everybody has a spot. And they go to their spot. Um, he said sometimes he kind of gets hung up looking into the backfield when he should just be going. Just interesting stuff. Uh, you can listen for yourself. Um, that's probably it on Jalen Sami. Move along to Terrence. Um, again, he's close to being back from the injury. I don't need to explain that to you because he does it himself. Um, nothing else really has context that I feel like I need to get to. Um... I will say, um, when we were talking about the NFL scouts, there were shout out by the way to Andy Wang, the recruiting assistant who on Twitter, before I got out there, tweeted like, yeah, scouts from nine NFL teams here today. So I was like, well, a guy has Terrence because he's six foot seven, 285 pounds moves incredibly according to him now moving better because of Shannon Turley. And he has like a five and a half sack season. Um, and that was two years ago. So who knows what he is now? Um, but when we're talking about the NFL guys, He's he was saying that he wasn't uh, paying any attention. There was a smile, though. I think he peaked. Um, let's see. Anything else that I need to cover? Got through the Turley stuff. Um, interesting to hear that he's paying attention to the quarterbacks. That's another one where like, I'm not sure if he'll totally come across in the audio. But when he says he's liked what he's seen, I believe him. You know, sometimes guys say things, and you're like, "Eh, okay." Again, with somebody like Terrence, not not like the most talkative, and so when he does kind of perk up a little bit, it it I think it means something. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I guess let's let's do this ad break now. I was trying to decide should we save it, um, for like to split the two interviews. No, we're not messing around with that. Hassle Cattle Company. Uh, they have an awesome giveaway right now. Uh, if you go to DNVR's Twitter page, um, and just right there at the top, it's pinned. Uh, you can enter. It's a $200 gift card to Hassle Cattle Company, incredible beef, all that kind of stuff. Um, and you also get a cooler. So what could be better than that? Um, so definitely make sure you get in on that. And you, know, you have to sign up on the Hassle Cattle Company website. While you do that, maybe go and just check out some of their products because they have um, a a bunch of great products. If you use the code DMVR10, you can get 10% off your entire purchase. They've got hamburger that's won awards. They've got New York strip steaks, beef bacon, Wagyu frank without any fillers, so many different things, and it's Wagyu beef. It's really good beef, and it's cheaper than you can typically find Wagyu beef because they're all about trying to make it available for everybody and not just... Those of us who have a lot of money, which I'm sure some of you are, a lot of us, this is how we get our Wagyu beef. Uh, So definitely go to HassleCattleCompany.com. It's H-A-S-S-E-L-L-CattleCompany.com. Use that code DMVR10 for 10% off your order. And don't forget to sign up for that giveaway. Pin tweet on Twitter, DMVR Sports account. Check it out. All right. Uh, That's going to do it for today. Like I said, I'll be back tomorrow with Matt McChesney. And uh, I'll see you then. Here's what uh, Terrence and Jalen had to say. Just realized, in case you guys don't know their voices, Jalen was first.
1: I'm Henry, by the way. We yeah, talked a while ago. Okay, been while ago. It's been a very long time. Um, I'm good. What do you what are you seen from uh, defensive line practice so far?
2: I've seen improvement. A lot yeah. uh, A lot of setting, setting standards right now from the first five practices. Um, but just seeing the urge to want to get better, at least with the first three um, what streams, whatever they're yep. up to there. We're trying to improve and trying to bring others along with us as well. Like we're not only as great as our weakest link. So we're trying to bring those little guys up, those young guys up, and just teach them the technique that we learned from
1: Coach Wilson. So. Okay. Uh, you know, you've been here for a while now. Do you feel like there's there's more pressure at this point in your career because you are you know Mustafa's gone? Somebody needs to be producing on that defensive line.
2: Uh, yeah, there's definitely more pressure because uh, well, pressure pressure comes. It's a privilege, so that's what Coach Wilson always tells us. But um, since Mustafa's not here, uh, that's another role that someone needs to step up. And me being the, one of the oldest cats here, mm-hmm. that I might that I have to step up and be that vocal leader as well as leading by example, which I which I was always trying to do, which is lead mm-hmm. by example, not my very, very local vocal. Yeah. But me and T-Lane we're working on it, trying to get um, Naeem, But Naeem, he's already working with us, so we're trying to get everyone else to come join along with the game. Do you like being more vocal? Um, it's a different feeling for surely okay. Coach Turley, and during the off-season training, he wanted that leadership between the players, uh, player-led team to be more vocal and also like by leading by example. So it's definitely a challenge, but it's a challenge that we accepted, and we're fighting every day to work on it. And so. Uh, I say, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to enjoy it so okay. that people know they trust me. They uh, they know I love them. I appreciate them, and I'll do anything for them on the team. So. Yeah. What do you think
1: of uh, Coach Shirley?
2: Actually, I love him. He's, yeah. He's a good, hard-nosed worker, mm-hmm. but um, he knows what he's doing. He knows everything, his techniques, and he's just very technical on a lot of stuff. And so based off of what we did this uh, past summer, I feel the benefits of the workouts, the um, – the training, the conditioning, and just all his uh drill work that he did that correlates to football, it really correlates to football and like it ties into what we do every day, and so I feel it in my body, I feel better, I feel conditioned, I feel loose yeah. mobile, like mobile and stronger, so I love him. I appreciate what he's
1: doing all right um you guys you guys switched to the one gap last year is mm-hmm. that is that easier now that you're in the second year doing it
2: um a little bit. I still go to bad habits, but yeah. Okay. So just keep practicing, repping it at a time, and just, you know, doing it day in, day out. And we're doing everyday drills, and so we keep practicing on that and focusing in on dialing stuff in. It's, it helps out. But then also, if we know our offense or know offensive personnel
1: or mm-hmm. plays, that's, it helps more. Okay. What are those bad habits? Is that like you're just going at the center, trying to clog, pushing back, stuff like that? Um, bad habits is. Uh, like
2: not getting off the ball, um, okay. not shooting my hands, where oh. I'm just running into the gap and um, reading. And so, so we're not a read, we're not a read team no more. Yeah. So what I said is we're attacking, we're setting that line of scrimmage, we're we're trying to meet the, the offensive line before they meet us, and so they already have the advantage of knowing the snap count mm-hmm. and where the ball is going. So we need to know, we need to key the ball and just get off and run. Awesome. And make have, right, he's
1: <laughs> And you've got uh, Chris Wilson now as defensive coordinator, not just your position coach. W- what does that change for you guys? Uh, it anything. changes everything, yeah? really.
2: Because, um, well, it's always been the same. It's always, he's always a hard coach. He's very uh, technical and drill work and everything. But he um, he expects us, he, he, he puts a lot on our plate. It puts a lot of pressure for us mm-hmm. that, we need to set the standard. We need to be that backbone for the team. Which everything does start up front, it starts on the offensive line and the defensive line. So if we start that standard and we set a good tone, we'll be a great team. And so it's just a lot more pressure and it's a lot more drill work.ing So, but we're no, we're learning the whole defense, what everyone's doing, who's got what, and what our weaknesses and our strengths in an offense.
1: Awesome. You're excited for
2: Pat tomorrow? Uh, yeah, definitely excited. It's been a long five days, but. Let's just get it on, finish it up, <laughs> get ready for the next uh, game and the third, third yep. game, ready for that. Awesome, Enjoy thanks, today. Yeah, for
1: sure. Uh, so, uh, first of all, you, you had the surgery in the off season, that that shoulder, right? Right. So, what happened there, and where are you in your recovery? Um, during the season, I just had a little labrum
3: tear, and I'm pretty much close to 100 percent now.
1: Yeah, how, yes, how close? Like a week away? Something I would like tell that? you I am 95%. Okay, okay. Um, How much how much does that let you do so far during camp? Are you um, working mostly on the sidelines, still doing team stuff? Well, I started off just doing indie, but today was my first day working back in the team, getting a
3: feel okay. for actually playing real live snaps again.
1: And does that change with pads tomorrow?
3: No, I'll probably do the same thing I did today tomorrow.
1: Okay. Uh, so year two with like the one gap that Chris Wilson brought over. Right. Do you, do you feel like there's more confidence running that now that you've done that before for a season? Oh, there's for sure
3: more confidence now that I had a season under my belt. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like I know what Coach Chris is looking for. So it makes it a lot easier to execute.
1: Yeah. With Mustafa gone, do you, does, is there more
3: pressure on you? Um, I wouldn't call it really pressure. I mean, I feel like I do have to step up. And uh, we got a lot of young guys in our room, especially the D line. So I feel like I do have to be a little bit of a leader, kind of, which I do try to be every day. But, no, it's not really pressure. We got a lot of young guys with
1: a lot of the sky's the limit for the young guys in our room. As long as they listen and keep working hard. Somebody tweeted that there were, I think it was like nine NFL scouts here today. Did, did you, do you notice that when you are practicing? I mean, I see them, but yeah. I don't
3: pay attention to them. Not at all? I just
1: continue doing what I got to do. Not even just like a little bit? Like you look over, like you're going through a drill. There's a guy in a Packers hat behind you. I'm doing what I do every day. All right, just um, uh, the, a different system defensively. It sounds like it's pretty similar, but when you do go through a change like that, have you seen some struggles trying to switch over to to what's different this year? Or do you do you think it's it's going well?
3: There are always a few like little bumps in the road mm-hmm. when you're changing over a defense, but I mean, I feel like it's going pretty well. Yeah, do you have any goals for yourself this season? I do have goals for myself this season. I mean, I don't really have any specific goals as far as stats, but I just want to be able to finish the season. First of all, I want to play every game full speed, and I don't have any stat goals. Like I said, I just want to finish the season and make sure I leave my all on the field after every game. Yeah. Those are my two goals.
1: Uh, Your preseason all-packed 12. How did did you feel when you found out about that? I really didn't pay attention to it, and it was second team, so I didn't – it was kind of – I don't like all that. Uh – new strength coach Shannon turley uh what have what have been your impressions of him so far coach turley is great you think so yeah coach
3: turley is great i was just talking to some of my teammates earlier today how i feel the difference in my body after having the summer with coach turley huh. i do what do you feel i feel stronger and i feel a lot more flexible like i could move like looser huh. coach turley is a really smart guy and he approaches everything with a, a scientific approach so he knows what he's talking about all right. Um, can, can you see the difference in, in your teammates? Yeah, I think all, from the whole, the whole practice, everybody's out here moving faster. Uh, I feel like we're playing faster as a team. Definitely can see the difference. Uh, there's a
1: quarterback competition. There is. You, uh you pay attention to that? I do. Do you have any thoughts so far?
3: Hey, those are two great quarterbacks back there working. I mean, as long as they keep working the rest of the camp, I know the
1: coach is going to make the right decision. All right. You're happy with what you've seen, though? I am. That's good to hear. Uh one more. Um actually two more. Toughest offensive linemen to go up against so far. Here? Here. Actually and, and then also not here. I'm curious about that too now.
3: Oh, I was gonna say the toughest old lineman I've ever went against is probably uh Suel when we played Oregon He's nasty. at Oregon. Yeah, yep. he was he was probably the toughest O line I've been against. But here uh our whole O line is is developing pretty good. I mean,
1: they're all pretty good. There's no like there's no one guy that stands out that's like damn Okay. Yeah. And defensively, anybody who's really surprised you impressed you so far in camp. Um there's a lot of people that have came yeah. in and
3: surprised me. Uh not really a surprise, it's kind of what I expected them to do almost. Like uh I know Nate Lamming coming off of mm-hmm. injury is having a great camp. Uh Robert Barnes is definitely stepping oh. up as a leader on our team. There's several names I could keep going. Okay. Awesome. That is